Today's episode of Juluminati Podcast is sponsored by Podcorn. And no, no, it's not a food. We've been doing Chiluminati now for a while. And if you're one of the many people out there who have a podcast, you're well aware of how headache-inducing trying to find sponsorships can be. Recently, however, we've been using Podcorn here at Chiluminati, and for my way of doing things, it is fantastic. Once you get your podcast all signed up and the RSS feed synced in there, you immediately have access to a huge site of listed current ad campaigns and sponsorships all going on as we speak. Each campaign tells you what they're looking for, the budget they're working with, how many ads they have to offer, and more. Any and all of those first basic questions when initially negotiating a sponsorship are taken care of, and you can get right to pitching your podcast as an offer directly to the company. And whether you have a podcast just starting or you've been going at it for a while and you want to explore new sponsorship opportunities and start monetizing your podcast, you can do so by signing up at the link description below. Now, on to the show. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome, welcome to the Chiluminati Podcast, episode 44. I, as always, am one of your hosts, Mike Martin, joined by my two co-hosts, Alex Fasciani and Jesse Cox. How's it going, boys? Yo! I am alive, still. You you are alive and in better spirits, it seems. I feel better. I do. I, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a tenuous, it's a tenuous relationship I have with my body, but me and that dude are going to figure it out together. <laughs> We're going to get through it yeah. together. Alex had me hold my breath for 10 seconds, and now I'm falling apart. I am literally dying. You're good. That you means you're dead. Now you're dead. It, it, sure, I'm sure it does, but I like just kind of woke up. My body's still like, what is going on, dude? And I held my breath for 10 seconds, and now I'm like, all that phlegm, it's got to go someplace, so <laughs> I'm falling apart over here. Keep it tight. I've been coughing well, and don't stuff. don't die. Like, because- because people are really excited for this episode, Jesse. So this is the episode. This oh is the episode. I'm not gonna die. I'll be fine. All right, that's all that matters. We just need you to entertain the masses. That's and that's, we could that's be very close. We could be very close. You never know. Uh, to uh, to our weekly episode goal. You never. It's know. true. We're 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 approaching 4K. We're trying to we're trying to hit weekly at 5K, guaranteed. So yeah, knocking folks, on that 5K door, guaranteed. Yeah, guaranteed. So if you're out there today and you're sitting at the end of this episode later and you're thinking to yourself, man, I want to just listen to a little bit more Chiluminati right now. That would be great. Just go ahead and head over to Patreon.com/ChiluminatiPod. Right. Is yeah, that it? You you got it. I did it right. I said the real the you real. Chilled it right. You 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 did it all good, dude. You did I love a great that. job. Head on over there, sign up at the fifteen dollar level or higher. You get that mini sewed, fresh, fresh off the off the off the off the what is it? Even a what is what? it? Conveyor belt? <laughs> what? what? Off, out of the oven, piping fresh hot, out of the oven, style. fresh off the grill. Quiznos no style. Fresh out so of you prison. know, like, kind of poorly 90s made. Quiznos. 90s Quiznos, the good Quiznos. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Fairly right. hot. Acceptable yes. food offers. On a yeah. treadmill of heat. Yeah, The middle sure. of the meat is still a little cold, but there's crispy Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Uh, but that's good. That's a positive. And also, later, you may notice that there is an advertisement in the middle of this episode if you're listening on our normal podcast. No, they already heard it. They already heard it. Oh, you already heard it. You, you already, already heard, heard it. it. Yeah, so if you don't like that, you know, anybody five five dollars or higher can also download a version of this podcast that doesn't have any ads. So you get Ad a big, free. you get like a one point five x episode every week if you sign up. So think about it. Help us do this, and uh, thank you for listening to me think sell about this it. to you for like think two minutes it. straight. <laughs> that was honestly more what smooth a salesman. than I could have ever yeah, done. Yeah, wow, that wow. was great, great job. The question now, though, for those who are here. Listening, Jesse's already warming up his fingers, which kind of scares me a little bit. I'm not quite sure. He said why. there was a part Mommy that was interactive. Mimi, <laughs> Jesse, it's been two years since we've been doing this podcast, and not a single yes. one have you helmed. It is the first time. What the hell have you brought us today? Well, okay, 
I saw and loved the movie The Lighthouse, right? Yeah. It is a wonderful film. It is I finally weird. saw it. It is so strange. All I don't I know, know how to describe it. Is that there are <clears throat> sexy mermaids. Uh, I mean, there is a lot of mermaid vagine. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily it, call the mermaid sexy all the time. Yeah, true. <laughs> it, there's okay, something. All right. It is a bizarre film. It is not for everyone. It is weird, but incredibly well acted. Oh, and my God, yeah. Fast, it's a fascinating movie. But that film, the underlying premise, is something that is based off of fact. And there are many stories that inspired the movie. And I wanted to tell you one of them today because it is fascinating. It is real. There is no real answer. And I love stories in history that are like this. Stories that are, you know, unanswerable, uh, possibly terrible, possibly paranormal, but no one truly knows. And so I can tell you it and not hate myself for it because it isn't <laughs> like, and at the end, aliens came. So would we call a Jesse episode a history's mystery? You could do that. You could that do that. That phrase yes. was kicking around in my head. I didn't even want to say it. I was so embarrassed, but I'm glad you did because that's what <laughs> I was thinking. Okay. Shall we begin, gentlemen? I'm, let's go. I'm so ready. All right. Lighthouses are, by their very nature, creepy. They are built upon death. In a way, they share similarities with hospitals, right? Uh, much like hospitals or sanatoriums, they too are linked with death. They capture sort of the darker side of your imagination. But just like hospitals, they are built to prevent death and disaster, but no one builds a lighthouse or hospital before deaths. Something always occurs that you then build them to prevent more death from happening. Right, like you go like, oh, there should be a lighthouse here because all these dead guys. <laughs> right, like all these sailors died at sea, so Some we should dude build is a walking thing here. the beach like, that's the 100th one today. Maybe we should yeah. do something about it. The difference between a lighthouse and a hospital, obviously, is that lights, lighthouses are solitary, isolated. They are alone among the waves on a tiny island in the middle of nowhere. And the ocean is still a place we really, truly do not understand. Even to this day, we don't really understand the ocean. We can barely get so deep, right? We can... It is a mystery to us. That is why it's so fascinating with all the Cthulhu myths and all that stuff. Like, what is down there? What terrible things lurk beneath the waves? Well, a lot of UFO sightings out in the ocean of things coming out from the water and back in. If there's that technology, the depths of the ocean is a great place to hide from us. Yeah. And, of course, that also brings up who in their right mind would want to live <laughs> on an isolated island for a long period of time. Right Especially now, right now, me. I would love that. <laughs> as long as yeah, I have uh, a fishing pole, which I can't imagine that I wouldn't have at that point, I would be all good, my guys. Imagine social distancing, but it's maybe two or three men on an island 24-7. You're working nonstop. Uh, no internet, no food ordering, just work, waves, and maybe hard tack, right? Or like lobster or so whatever. Like I an actual lobster. like uh, question. I was gonna say. I imagine like all they really eat is seafood. Then they catch a lot of what they eat. I'm assuming. Well, That's, they have yeah. stuff delivered. They, okay. You know they there well, are every time they switch out a guy. Yeah, mm -hmm. they have food delivered. They eat things that are pickled, probably pickles, right? They eat um, things that are canned, and then what they would do is they would have uh, you know salted meats or something like that. But most of the time. I would imagine when they could, seafood, right? They would just yeah. go out and try to find seafood. Get a seafood. little lobster, get a little, you should probably have some traps out. Honestly. That's what I would do, right? If yeah. I was in, it was, if I was in that situation right now, as long as I had an electrical outlet, I'd be good. <laughs> well, the updated thing is that most lighthouses are automated now, so there are very few actual lighthouse keepers. But uh, if you travel back with me to 1900, this is a story about lighthouse keepers. So, you know, it, it will come as no surprise to you. There are many, many stories about the possible hauntings or mm. terrible things that happen at lighthouses. We literally and had one in my is town. one of them. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, where I grew up in uh, San Pedro, there's the Point Fermin Lighthouse. And I, I don't even know, like, the veracity of any of the claims. But, like, when I was a kid, I just heard from Scuttlebutt, like, Oh, you'd see people up in the windows of the lighthouse. And people still lived in the house because it was, like, in the middle of a park. Like, it was, like, a pretty, like, 
like the lighthouse was pretty close to a lot of houses and stuff, and there was a family that lived there. But like you said, like the, at the time, the the light was auto. Right. Uh, because it's a lot of work. It's dangerous. Doing lighthouse work is you are not only managing the lighthouse, you are upkeeping the island, you are making sure it runs 24-7. And there's only three of you, maybe four. And it is a job where one person has to always be off duty and always, like, in case something terrible happens, has to stay back to report back to people what happened. Because there's no connection with anyone. So you had to, one person always had to be the guy who, like, didn't do anything. That'd so at me. any point in time, there's two people always doing something on the island, and then they swap out. And so, uh, come with me, if you will, back to 1900. I know it seems long ago, but uh, it is not that long. Airplanes were invented in 1903. Plastic was 1905. It's not like the Stone Age. It's the dawn of the Second Industrial Revolution. It's the lead up to World War I. Um, think Titanic or 1917, if you want to know, like, visually what Red Dead Redemption I mean, was. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption. I mean, my, my great-grandmother was going to be born in 11 years, and she's still alive today. Damn. Yeah. This is it's it's not that long ago. Sure, it is Wait. generationally long, <laughs> but on a timeline, not that long ago. In December of 1900, a boat called the Hesperus set sail for the island of Eileen Moore, uh, spelled E-I-L-E-A-N. So I think that's Eileen. Um, Eileen Moore, one of seven small islands of the Flannan Isles off the coast of Northwest Scotland. And we are talking like off the coast. We're north of Scotland is where we're referring to. That's a harsh place. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's not a lot growing out that way. And it was the site of a relatively new, built the year before lighthouse that would serve as an important link for guiding transatlantic ships towards the harbor at Leith, Scotland, or Leith, Scotland. On December 15th, a... American ship, ship named the Actor noted that the lighthouse was not operational. The Actor, like, I'm an actor! <laughs> Maybe it's the Arctor. A-R-C-H-T-O-R. Arctor? Yeah, maybe. The Arctor! The Arctor! still sounds great. I'm acting! I am the Arctor! Yeah. <laughs> Captain James Harvey was tasked with delivering a relief lighthouse keeper, Joseph Moore, as part of the regular rotation, because uh, everyone knew... Being a lighthouse keeper sucked. It was a tough job. And they rotated people out every, you know, six to nine weeks. So they would head out there, swap supplies, and check to see what was going on with the lighthouse. This journey, however, was delayed a few days because of bad weather. So when the ship finally set out to Eileen Moore, it was clear nothing was wrong. But when they got there, something was up. None of the normal preparations were made at the landing dock. A signal flag was missing from the flagstaff and none of the keepers were anywhere in sight. Harvey blew the ship's horn, sent off a flare trying to attack, attract attention. Nothing. No responses. Nothing. And so hmm. they're like, okay, clearly something's up. There was no, the lighthouse wasn't working. There was no one there. This is a problem. Joseph Moore, who was the, the replacement keeper, rode ashore and climbed these steps up to the lighthouse. According to his reports, he said that he's felt a sense of foreboding dread, this all-encompassing dread that sort of washed over him like a terrible force hung over the island. Something was, was filling his very veins with terror. Because, you see, Eileen Moore was a very peculiar place. Although completely uninhabited, it, like the rest of Flannan Islands, was pretty... Interesting to the locals, it was named after St. Flannan, a 6th century Irish bishop who later became a saint. He had built a chapel on the island, and for centuries, shepherds would, you know, sort of roam over the island with their sheep, graze, and then get the hell out by nightfall because they were fearful of the spirits that haunted this remote spot. I'm the pretty church... sure it's Ireland that I'm thinking of, but I'm imagining The Last Jedi right now is what I'm... Yeah, kind of same yeah. similar vi vision in my head, mm -hmm. yeah. And so the, the <coughs> shepherds would go over there, they'd let the sheep graze, and they'd get out by nightfall. Because the reason, apparently, this church was built there is because this island was possibly a cursed place. Possibly home of, oh my goodness, what are they called? Uh, Lusbeardens? Lusbeardens? Is that which are like basically white dudes with improv groups? 
(laughs) (laughs) They're basically northern pygmies or fairies, Hmm. right? Are we talking about like a real race of pygmies? Like the jungle pygmies? Or are we talking? About I don't like- know that this is real. I don't know that it's real. I just know that that's what this area is known for. Okay, it would be like one of those things where, if you were sailing by in, let's say, ye olden days, if it was like fifteen twenty, you'd be like, "Watch out for the Lisbirdans, right? They'll get ya," like that kind of thing, boogeyman type thing. Yeah, yeah, yes, okay. absolutely. And so, uh, this area was known for for having all sorts of weird, cryptic. Strange things associated with it, and no one wanted to stay there after dark. It was just known, do not stay there after dark, that place is bad. So, of course, they built a church there, and then they built a lighthouse, because (laughs) that's how things work. Humanity. Right. So, um, Joseph Moore goes to the island, and, oh, 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 how can I forget this little tidbit? Those who visited the island were fond of some pretty strange religious superstitions. One of them was people would go on, like, treks to the church there because a saint built it. Right. Right, It's like a super old church kind of thing. Yeah. And one of the things they would do is they would circle the church on their knees. They would get down on their knees and, like, knee walk around the church. This was one of the things that it was known for. Yes. This is a thing. It was known. People would go to these islands and knee walk. Around it. creepy. See, nowadays, you'd be like, wow, what a cult. But back then, yeah. maybe you're just, I mean, what else do you have to do? It, it's uh, not that. That still <laughs> seems weird. That still seems weird. The whole aura of the islands was considered to be undefinable. Something that was just, like Joseph said, it, it got to your core. There was some dread over the islands. So as Joseph climbed the stairs, he felt this entire dread wash over him. And he noticed when he got to the lighthouse that something was immediately wrong. The gate and the door, while firmly shut, were unlocked. Inside the kitchen, on the table, it still had plates of meat, potatoes, and pickles. Two of the three coats belonging to the keepers, Marshall, Ducat, and MacArthur, were missing. Like, wait, like supplies were still there or like dinner was on the table? Dinner was on the table. Oh, okay. Dinner okay. was just on the table. There were, you know, the table still had the plates of food for the men were all there. On the hangers, two of the three coats were missing, but one was still there. And nearby, there was an overturned chair. And the creepiest thing of all, the clock in the lighthouse had completely stopped. Oh, no. Oh, God. That, that sucks. Hold on. <laughs> like, they don't know how long it's broken, I'm assuming. So, is that a thing? Is that a thing where, like, that clock. It's like it's like a major coincidence that that clock was stopped, or is it the type of clock where you need to like regularly? It is. It's actually it's like a clock clock. So it's not like a stopwatch where you have to keep doing it every so often. It is a clock, and you know how clocks they can go, but you have to tune them for time. Like oh, it's off by five minutes or whatever. Yeah, it's that kind of clock. It's not just gonna stop. Right. But you, you know, we'd have to adjust the time every so often. I was thinking, like, stopped. what if it like broke and they've never, they haven't know what time it is for like however long they've been out there? Great question, and this will probably come into play in a minute. So, this brought up a lot of questions for Moore, who was a lighthouse keeper. He knew the rules and regulations. He had a lot of like, what is what is happening right now? Because firstly, you simply do not leave your house without a coat because it's wet on an island and it's the middle of December. So one person just didn't use a coat and it blew his mind. He couldn't figure out what that meant. One coat was missing only? No, two coats were missing. One coat one was, was still left. there. Okay, so three people and so are for, missing. And three people are missing. Right. Yeah. Secondly, why would all three leave? It is totally yeah. forbidden to have three men working at any given time. Even in a terrible tragedy, one person must stay behind to report in because they don't have any communications. There isn't anything that they can say to anyone or telegraph to anyone. They're on a small island. It's remote. Someone must stay behind at all times. So even if two people die, one person must report in what happened. That's like the whole point. Yeah. Yes. That's the thing that would trip me out sitting there is knowing like if I fucking fell down a hole and broke my leg no one would know anything about it for like two months right yep and so he 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 knew that 
whatever happened must have been a hurry, right? There was a flipped over chair. The men were clearly rushed by something, but if it was a terrible tragedy, where was the evidence? He continued to search the island and he found nothing. He reported back to Harvey on the Hesperus and Harvey ordered a, an <clears throat> island-wide search and they still found nothing. Harvey then sent a telegraph back to the Northern Lighthouse Board Headquarters in Edinburgh and it said this, and I would love one of you to read this message. I got it. You got it? Okay. A dreadful accident has happened at Flannan's. The three keepers, Ducket, Marshall, and the Occasional, have disappeared from the island. On our arrival there this afternoon, no sign of life was to be seen on the island. Fired a rocket, but as no response was made, managed to land Moore, who went up to the station but found no keepers there. The clocks were stopped and other signs indicated that the accident must have happened about a week ago. Poor fellows, they must have been blown over the cliffs or drowned trying to secure a crane or something like that. Night coming on, we could not wait to make something as to their fate. I have left Moore, MacDonald, Bowiemaster, and two seamen. That's right, seamen, on the island to keep the light burning <laughs> until you make other arrangements. Will not return to Oban until I hear from you. I have repeated this wire to Moorhead in case you are not at home. I will remain at the telegraph office tonight until it closes if you wish to wire me. I love the fact that he sent it. He's like, I sent it to your home. If you're not home, I'll just stay here for a while. That's what communication was 120 years ago. Yeah. I guess I'll just wait here for you. I'll be here. But he left yeah. people there. Oh, no. Are they going to be Yeah, he left too? a bunch of people there to make sure that it was still running. Because, again, mm -hmm. this was a major shipping lane now. Mm -hmm. Because people could travel with steamboats and things like that through the northern Atlantic. People were using this to go through... Uh, to Scotland and and for example the Arctor was an American ship from Philadelphia so it is is widely used and the reason the lighthouse was built is so they could keep using it so like get back in there turn this thing on make sure it happens it's basically a castle mm -hmm. like it's a hardy building yeah yeah yes it, it is a very be. hardy building built I think like 150 feet above sea level it's and, and it's rocky cliffs this there's pictures of it it's still there to this day you can see it do people still run it? It is. Uh, I think it's still run, but elect electrical, like or, uh, automated. That's crazy. Within days, Robert Muirhead, or Muirhead, whatever his name is, Robert Muirhead, the board superintendent who recruited and knew all three of the missing men personally, headed to the island to lead a full investigation. And this, my friends, is where things get wild. Ooh. Once again, the investigation found no evidence. Nothing was there that explained what happened. The only thing they had to go off of was the lighthouse logbook, which provided confounding details. On December 12th, Thomas Marshall, the second assistant, wrote of severe winds the likes of which he had never seen in his 20 years as a mariner. He noticed that James Ducott, the main keeper, was keeping very quiet and to himself. And the third assistant... William MacArthur, the guy who transfers from the mainland all the time, had been crying. What seemed strange about the last part was that MacArthur, the crying man, was known on the mainland for being a tough badass and a brawler. He was a seasoned mariner and had experienced many bad weather conditions. It made no sense huh. that he would be the one who was crying. Crying like he would be upset. sad or crying like scared? Crying like terrified. Okay. Log entries for the 13th of December stated that the storm was still raging and all three men had been praying. But again, that didn't make any sense. Why would all three men fear for their safety to the point of praying situated in a brand new lighthouse 150 feet above sea level where they should have been perfectly safe? Now... <clears throat> Would this have been a hurricane and they just never have ever seen a hurricane before? Let me continue. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. You'll love this. Even more strange, this explains what you're talking about. Okay. Based on ship reports and other information gathered, there were no reported storms <laughs> in the area the 12th, 13th, and 14th of December. In fact, the weather was calm. The lighthouse can easily be seen near the Isle of Lewis on calm days, and it was calm. People huh. could see the lighthouse. It was confirmed 
The only storms that hit the island were on the 17th, which prevented the Hesperus from arriving on time. So what time? when did the Hesperus arrive? Uh, after the 17th. It arrived a week later. So, so like the 26th or something like that? Uh, good question. Or like the, it would, I would imagine 24th? it would be the 18th, 19th, or 20th is when it would arrive. Okay. I'm sure a lot of this is, is something that, like, this is, I'm just positing theories out here. Not saying it's what sure. happened. But, like, if they if the clock broke, could their dates have been off? Absolutely. That's, I mean, I mean, dates, possible. like, I mean, I can imagine. Just ruled, track of the, like, full time. days, you would know the sun goes up and down, right? You sure, would know sure. Yeah, you would. Yeah, days. you would know. It's not like it's 1823 and that you, like, it's 1900. They have ca- like legit like bring the calendar with you. I could right? get tricked. Yeah. I could get tricked. Like, imagine I'm sitting there and then the clock goes out and I look at what time it is and I'm like, oh, it's it's a time that was three hours ago. And then I go outside and I'm like, what? And like <laughs> that would fuck me up. But then after that, I would be like, oh, the fucking clock has stopped. You know what I mean? Mm, sure. Because the clock probably doesn't say the date on it, right? Yeah, that's like, no, that's like next not. level clock design. So here's the last entry written December 15th. It only said this. Storm ended. Sea calm. God is all over. Oh, I'm sorry. God is over all is what it said. God is over all. So they went through like a harrowing couple, like three days. Yes. Without a storm actually happening where they thought that they were being attacked by like the worst storm of all time. Yes. And then came out the other side. And then disappeared. So was there a storm anywhere? That's the cra- that's that's the thing that doesn't make sense is that they said they had a storm the twelfth, thirteenth, and fourteenth. A three day long storm. The fifteenth they came out the other side, like we made it. God is overall. And then on the seventeenth, a real storm hit the area. But no which prevented the Hesperus from coming out there. But you'll note, if you go back to the very beginning of the story, when the Ark tour passed by on December 15th, it noted the lighthouse was out. On what day? The 15th. The 15th. The same 15th that the journal said, storm ended, sea calm, God is over all. So the day the storm ended, a ship came by and it was the weather was clear enough to see that the lighthouse wasn't on. Again, there was no storm in the area. So the day supposedly the storm ended, when they're like, thank God it's over, a ship passed by, saw that there was no operational lighthouse. So was there any sort of like rigging that was fucked up or any sort of like, like the stairs on the outside of the building were busted or anything? The only, the only thing that was uh, misplaced, at least on initial inspection, was one of the signaling flags was missing. One single signaling mm-hmm. flag was missing. And are Maybe those things that you with them? that's like what you'd use to communicate with like a boat or something? Absolutely. And so perhaps the wind blew it off. Perhaps it was lost in a storm. Perhaps it was lost some other way, but one flag was missing. That's the only there, thing they know is one flag was missing. So are there even any theories as to what the hell even happened? Oh, well, get <laughs> ready. After reading the logs, Murhead turned his attention to the coat. Why would someone venture out without their coat in a winter storm? Yeah. Especially since all three knew the rules, knew the regulations. One of them must have left his post when he knew it was wrong to do so. And his theory was that the last person there, MacArthur, the person who was standing behind in the building, he probably was panicked and ran out to go do something, right? So he left his coat and just went as fast as he could. That was his theory. To go, like, do something real quick. Yes. Yeah. And to back this up, uh, what they discovered is that at the landing platform, below the landing platform, were ropes strewn about the rocks, which usually held a crate about 70 to 100 feet above the platform for supply transfers. Maybe... The crate was dislodged, and the keepers were attempting to save it, called MacArthur out of the house for help, and he ran down to help him, and then all three were hit by a rogue wave? Um, that is the best theory they could come up with. On a calm only, night? 
Exactly. It doesn't. It still doesn't make sense. Like a rogue wave might have hit them, and they they possibly all got taken off together. So they're or 150 maybe, feet. So they're 150 feet above sea level. Yes. So does that mean that if they fell off the side of the lighthouse, there's like a plunge? Yes. Yeah. They would fall. They would die, and that would be it. Like they would be done. But nobody found anything. Well, this is this is another thing. Maybe one of you wants to read this. This is sure, the I'll official. This is the news article that was posted about the incident from the board. The board uh, superintendent, by telegram, posted this to the newspaper of what he thinks happened. Strange affair at lighthouse. Three keepers disappear. Intimation has been received at the Northern Lighthouse Board, Edinburgh, of the loss of the lighthouse staff at the Flannan Islands Lighthouse. The station was established in December last year and was staffed by four men. Three taking duty and the other having relief. When the board's steamer yesterday went to the islands to land the relieving keeper, it was found that the three men last on duty had disappeared, leaving no trace behind. They are the principal keeper, James Ducat, uh, and Thomas Marshall and Donald MacArthur. The latter was an occasional keeper on duty in place of a sick member of the regular staff. That guy it is some. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> very lucky. It is surmised that they were swept away during the storm of last week, either when attempting to save a crane or when trying to render assistance to some vessel in distress. The relieving keeper and three other men have been temporarily left on the island. No such incident has ever happened in the history of the Lighthouse Board, and it is uh, provident that it did not result in disaster to any passing vessel. The Flannan Isles are a group of seven isles 17 miles west of Lewis in the Hebrides, or the Hebrides. So again, the Hebrides, Hebrides. Oh shit! This, this is, is like very remote. Okay. Yes, this is incredibly remote. And so, again, this theory they're putting out there is that these men didn't die on the thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth. They died on the seventeenth in that storm that happened, and everything that happened before that was just you know them on the lighthouse and everything was fine. And so the real storm is what must have must have killed them. But again, it goes back to their description of a massive three-day storm that no one reports. No one reports having seen this storm. Nobody. It did not exist, yet they lived it. And during this time period, one of them started crying. One of them became like totally silent. Something bizarre had happened. This explanation, of course, left some members of the board totally unconvinced. For one... Why had bodies never washed ashore? If they fell off the cliffs during the storm, mm. logic dictates waves would have pushed them back up the rocks towards the lighthouse or the surrounding islands. Bodies were never found. Why did they all leave the lighthouse? Being experienced, friends of the superintendent, and complete uh, well-skilled mariners, how could they have been taken unawares by a rogue wave? Especially on a totally calm day. What made the mystery even more popular was in 1912, a ballad was written by poet Wilfred Gibson, who believed the men were victim of some sort of foul play. This, of course, spawned way more speculation and analogies were drawn between the lighthouse what and the crew have, of the Mary Celeste. Happened? Great question. The crew, uh, analogies were drawn between the lighthouse and the crew of the Mary Celeste, which happened 28 years before, a ship adrift in complete seaworthy condition in the middle of the ocean with no one on board. This is like Another the, this is like the uh, game we played. Uh, yes. The Orang Medan. Yeah, oh, it's happened of the before. Oberdeen? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's... it's it, it, uh, <laughs> Man of Medan's the one we're talking about. But oh, like, oh, I was thinking the boat. The Have you played Return of the Oberdeen? I have not, but I... Oh, you're talking about the game that looks like it's like a Mac game? Yeah, like a, like a Matrix, but it's about a boat that that comes uh, uh, that shows up with its entire crew missing, and you're trying to and figure out how And that's because that's happened... Often yeah. it happens a lot where the boat or whatever it is that's found is in complete working order. Everything is fine, but everyone is missing and no one has a clue why. And so of course there are many parallels that people are connecting. These analogies between the two, something must have happened. There must be something in the water. Again, going back to the fact that we truly do not understand the ocean for as much as we dominate land, we do not. And we fear the ocean and it goes back to that. That freak, that so of course, me up. you can imagine the lighthouse board found it very hard to staff the Flannan Isles, uh, 
it became one of those places where no one wanted to go. And over the years, there have been many theories about what happened. Has anything else one happened was, there? No, because it became – people would not go there. Really? People did not want to be out there. So it was, you know, the people that were sent out there, everything was very, all right, we're going to be very strict. We're going to have our rules. We're going to make sure everything's safe. And from that point on, it became some place that very people wanted to go. Like very few actually wanted to be there. And the people who did go there were ultra respectful of everything going on. How many plates were on the table? (laughs) Enough. It was the crew for three. So they were all at dinner. Or setting up for dinner. I don't know. Dude, what the fuck? So then, here's some theories. I think these are fascinating. This is just the like theory, the lighthouse, by the way. Like, if, yes. I, oh, absolutely. Oh, okay, that? really? I haven't seen it yet, so. You, I mean, it's not any, I mean, what actually happens in the lighthouse is not, is definitely not, not going yeah. to be one of the theories here. But, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> holy shit. I mean, I understand how somebody could think about that movie and invent that movie from this. Just by reading well, stories of actual events. <clears throat> Especially this there one. Are other, there are other lighthouses with incidents like this. This isn't – this happens frequently this is, at lighthouses. But, like, it's, it's like it, – these events are, like, perfect, like, creative writing practice. But, you, like, it gives you a, an end scenario with little cru, cru, clues and a time frame for you to write a story in. And, and it, you can just and fucking it anything. Like, it hints at, like, psychological – Yeah. Oh, like, that's, the guy's quiet. The guy's, like, the tough guy. Tough guy's like, crying in the crime. corner. Yeah. Guy runs out without a coat. Chair tipped over, storm when no storm, missing. Like that's all, and that's and that's 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 a garden for such good story. Uh, sorry, Jesse, continue, but I can see it. I can see why the lighthouse was born. No, you're ab- you're absolutely right. And lighthouses are notorious for driving people crazy. It is an actual thing. Lighthouses, the isolation, the being in the middle of nowhere, the no contact with people, the being in the same place with a few people, all of which. Imagine just to begin with the type of personality that's okay with going to work on an island with no human contact for months. No, like you're Maybe only once. the only things you see every day are ocean around you, and then if you're inside, a spiraling tower up. Yes, I would yes. go nuts. <laughs> There's I mean, many theories that the architecture in lighthouses, the way it's designed, the way it looks, is. There's something haunting, almost like otherworldly, about the way the conical. Like if you look up the sort of yeah, uh, the- like shell nature. Oh yeah, there's all sorts of weird lore behind lighthouses. Absolutely, I buy it completely. I mean, there doesn't even need to be a paranormal element for like something weird to have happened. Like, I mean, especially having seen the lighthouse, but just imagining like. I'm sure that, like, somebody's talked about, like, what if one guy went nuts and killed the rest of the guys? Like, something yeah. like that. Like, I, you know, in a house, it's happened. You know what I mean? Like, in a house in a city, that's happened. Yeah. Well, so that is, the it, very first theory, yeah. absolutely, is that word is the guy who was a tough dude who beat people up in the city and whatnot, MacArthur, was a volatile dude. He was always trying to get in fights. He was always angry at people his whole personality was was very aggro and so it's possible that he killed the men himself and then maybe killed himself hence why his coat was left behind or perhaps one of the men died and a fight broke out and macarthur killed one of the men and maybe the other guy dragged him over with him right there there's a lot of people are saying maybe macarthur was the cause of all of this Mm mm-hmm because he was the guy from the mainland who was there to replace the dude who was sick, right? And so, who knows? Who knows what would have happened, but perhaps he's the cause of it. Another thing, another theory that I love is that maybe they all just went insane. Maybe yeah. They all went crazy. And the reasoning behind it is, first off, the storm makes no sense. The way they're describing the people acting makes no sense. And... Lighthouse keepers did go crazy. And one of the reasons they went crazy is literally at the time, the light of the lighthouse oh God, you sat and floated upon Mercury. Oh, no. Ugh. And so they would be around Mercury all the time. <laughs> oh, and they would slowly God. poison themselves with Mercury. Like if you go in there and you tend the light, you deal with Mercury? Yes. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what the light floats upon. That is that is that like that Mad Hatter's? Uh, um, kind of, yeah. 
I wonder if that's a thing. I wonder if there's like a paper on like lighthouse keepers going crazy because of mercury. I guarantee there is. There has to be because it is. A, it was a well-known fact that lighthouse most lighthouse keepers who were lighthouse keepers for a long period of time went loony, right? They would, and if you saw the lighthouse, one of the plot lines in the lighthouse is they were just drink the fuel for the lighthouse. What? Whoa! What? <laughs> you, did you see the? You watched the movie? Yeah. When they would take the drum, the, the drums of like literal fuel, fuel for the lighthouse, and then drink it in the movie. Do yeah. they do that? And, do, is there is there they, like actual context for that? Well, that's the thing is in the movie it's just a movie. Well, in the but movie in this, there's like knows? Cthulhu elements and like is it sure. real? Is it not real? Right, right. Well, this this I mean Mercury is along those lines. Right? If you're out there for a long time, imagine if you are out at sea for 9 months and then the people coming to get you don't show up on time. And you are out of supplies, and you have nothing to drink, and you're like, F it, I'm going to drink this moonshine shit we just made. It can mess you up. And that they were stuck there through that storm on the 17th that occurred. So maybe they were just like, okay. And this is, who knows? Who knows what could happen? But another theory is they possibly went insane. Because the writings make no sense. It, it, it seems insane to everyone that, you know, even during all this, why would the lighthouse been out on the 15th? Why would it be out? How long were they there? At this point, um, again, they were not there that long. Uh, MacArthur had just come out there a few weeks before. The lighthouse was only in operation for one year. Was it well known at the time that lighthouse workers tend to go crazy then? Or was that something that was uh, kind of I ignored or buried, I wonder? I imagine because they were actively working with Mercury at the time, it probably wasn't known to everyone yeah. that it was bad. Because I'm thinking like the only other, like maybe it was like a setup, like somebody did kill him, but he like he wrote those things to just like seem like everybody went nuts or something. I mean, yeah, sure. but if you look at if you look at where this lighthouse actually is, like if you pull up a picture of Scotland. Yeah, yeah, no, it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like what? Uh, like <laughs> where is he going to go? Yeah, like where the fuck yeah. did he go? And, and, and if he killed himself, like why even... Why even do it? I don't know. That, then that lands into the went crazy yeah. sphere. Yeah. Uh, again, another theory is that they were taken by the Lusbearden, the Loose Bearden. The fairies. Which, again, are, are basically northern pygmies. Uh, they were they were said maybe to have been taken to the land of the fairies. Who knows? Others say pirates did it. Pirates, like all these other things, pirates are always... Included in the theories that you know the Mary Celeste or all these other ships were there pirates? Like, how do you get a pirate onto in a lighthouse? Why would there still, be pirates in the North Atlantic? Yeah, like That's the, the, the question worst is, what pirate location. Why are they hitting a lighthouse? Like, although in warm it was, waters, it, I could see it. Although it was a main trade route. That's true. Sure, but why hit a lighthouse? Maybe they Great saw question. them do something. Maybe they witnessed something. Maybe could trying be. to uh, turn off the lighthouse so that they could then make oh, a ship Oh, pirate crash. quietly. Oh, yeah. Sail sail silently without light. So had the had the light been tended to the night of? Was it ready to go? The, uh, again, the only information we have is that the men said there was a crazy storm. Yeah. The 13th, 14th, uh, uh, the 12th, 13th, 14th, and on the 15th, it was a calm day. And the ship from America passed by on the 15th. And said there was no light. Reported no light. Reported no light. Like, it, we're all pretty sure that that actually happened on the 15th. Y yes, the ship would have known. For sure, the ship would have known there was no light mm -hmm. on the 15th. Even if the men at the lighthouse didn't know what day it was, that doesn't matter because the 15th, there was no light. So, the, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, so, them disappearing or dying on the 17th is, like, un in improbable. Because they would have at least during the fifteenth on and, the all clear day, yeah, gotten, gone out and maintained the light. Yeah. Which goes back to that last entry where he's saying God is over all. That people are saying, well, maybe that's a cryptic message that like they've gone cuckoo crazy mm -hmm. related to the church that was built on this island that is possibly cursed. That fucking reminds me of this, like, Edgar Allan Poe thing. Did you ever study Edgar Allan Poe? Sure. A little bit. He has, like, a story that was, like, his last story. It's, like, kind of like a romantic thing. 
it's like not done or maybe it is done. Like we talked about, I remember talking about in class, like maybe it is done and he's like a genius, but <laughs> it's like the story is a log. And I think this is probably from before 1900. Cause I'm pretty sure that he died before that. But, uh, I think I, I'll, I'll look it up right now. It's been a minute, but, uh, <clears throat> he has a story called the lighthouse. And in that story, it's like, yeah, he died in 1849. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is, could not be inspired by that, but basically he, it's like a guy showing up and he's like, you know what? This could be pretty cool. I'm going to hang out and like write with my dog in this lighthouse. And, you know, I'm hearing some weird things in the walls, but that's probably just some dumb bullshit. And I'm just a little worried because this, it doesn't seem that sturdy. And then the next day he's like, oh, not too bad today. And then the next day he's like, yeah, you know, it's chill, but yeah, it's a weird place. And then it's like next day, no entry. And that's this, and that's all there is of the story. And oh yeah, that is oh, that is interesting. If that's like done on purpose, because that's kind of a cool way to end it. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't know if it's like a little funny story or what, but I always think about that story, like when I think of the movie The Lighthouse, and they aren't. I guess they aren't that connected, but like in terms of what happens. Yeah. But like this story that you just told, I am positive that whoever wrote this movie, the the witch guy i'm sure that yeah. i'm sure that that was inspired yeah, by this yeah. i agree yeah that's why it inspired me to be like we gotta talk about this that movie uh, is super cool by the way if you haven't had a chance to go see it like if you like movies especially if you like the way movies are made and you and you have like an understanding of the language of film over the years the lighthouse is an amazing 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 movie let me just uh, here's all i'll say when i saw it i saw it with three friends uh one brought his girlfriend and the other was there with me to see it specifically just to see this movie. Um, when we sat down, the theater attendant guy walked up specifically to us and said, are you guys in the right theater? Because this is like a really dark movie. And we're like, what do you mean? <laughs> He's like, it's dark. Like, it is – it might be a little upsetting. And we were like, no, we're definitely here to see this movie. He's like, okay. <laughs> we were the only people in the theater at the time. It's wild. And so we leave uh, – or he leaves, and then we watch the movie. After we leave, when it's done – uh, our one friend who brought his girlfriend, the two of them were like, I hated that movie. It sucked. My other friend and I, we were just like, yeah, I mean, it was all right. And when they left, we looked at each other and we're like, I think I love this movie. <laughs> it's, that, it's that kind of movie. Some of your friends are going to hate it, and some of you are going to be like, oh, my God. that it's, it's very divisive and wild and crazy and not your normal film. It's a movie like – I don't know how to describe it. It's like an art film, basically. It's yeah, like yes. it's like it's like a movie like Eraserhead or something like that. Like if you've ever seen a movie like that where it's like you're not Abstracting even sure a little bit. You're not even sure exactly what's happening all the time and and it's something that like if you if you went to breakfast with the person the next day who you saw it with, you could talk about it for like some time and like come up with some different theories about what the fuck went down. Cuz it's a horror movie, right? Like loosely, loosely. It's loosely a horror, horror movie, movie in that it's like fucked up. Cuz I was going to say could you cuz like an art horror movie I could think of is like Suspiria. Would it be like similar to it's, that? Like, could you compare it less, to that? But it's no. less linear than that. It's it's more. Okay. It's not like it's gotcha. not like they go crazy and one guy kills the other one. I mean, gotcha. No, no, like, gotcha. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It so. is. It is a movie that literally the ending is an analogy, and some would say a literal recreation of a famous painting slash story. Some of the the last scene, like some of the uh, imagery, the part where shit. he's like. Yaw. You're like, yes, what in the, the light, the light, yeah, the Willem Dafoe, like, wah. I know exactly what you're talking about. When that happened, I was like, what the hell? After it was over, I turned to the people with me. I was like, what was that scene about? And they were like, what scene? Wait, what do you mean? I was like, did that not happen? Am I crazy? <laughs> oh, even I thought I was going crazy. I'm glad you talked about it because that scene sticks with me to this very day because they don't know it's what it up. meant. And the scene after it where he's just like, oh, oh. <laughs> it's like, it's <laughs> It's crazy. There's so much. The last 20 minutes of that movie, up until then, it is like brilliant acting, brilliant everything. Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe, when they, the scene where he's like, Hark! is yeah. one of the best scenes in a movie, period. It's crazy. It's so good. It's such a different movie, probably. Like, I, I saw it, I bought it and like watched it at my house with Kelly, like completely blind. Completely different movie than what you think it's going to be but it's it, but it's awesome it's great literally one of the character 
attributes Willem Dafoe has is he farts constantly. It's so funny. Hell yeah. It's so fucking it's weird. Relatable. It's so weird. But uh, it's that kind of film that inspired this. And so just a few more things to wrap up really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some Please. say it's Loch Ness, which I'm like, okay. The Loch Ness yeah. monster? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I'm uh, always game, and that's like that doesn't even fucking make sense. It's a fresh water. Agreed. It's a lock. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, uh, one of the one of the main theories about Loch Ness is that it isn't a lock. There's like an underground passage to the that's ocean true. or there, something. They, there's I a big see. thing. And so, who knows? But there's even a theory. This is my favorite one. Doctor Who, an episode from 1977, is about this and blames aliens. I, I can see it. I would I would watch that. I bet you it's on yeah. that British streaming service. Uh, I don't know streams? why they would cause <laughs> them to called. feel like there's a storm happening for three days before abducting them. Who knows? Well, <laughs> one of the, it one actually of the... sounds similar to uh, the... Um, the car? The car? No, no. The guys in the snow that everybody thinks it's animals, but like it's kind of weird. Uh, the one that we did a long time ago. The pass? Yeah. Uh, something pass. Di- di- oh, Dietlov di- pass. The Dietlov pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like where they like, before Weapons. they before they all got wiped out, it was like weird magneto storms, like messing up their heads and disorienting them. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing, this is the best part about all this. The one thing that is not a theory, that there's no theory for anything Cthulhu-y related. And it's perhaps because this took place before that, and so no one thought about it at the time. But I think it's fascinating that there is no, oh, well, this old god. Because to me, based on the movie The Lighthouse and all that stuff, there's always that hint of, like, the ocean's coming for you. And there's something. But that's not, no one's, like, this is my theory, and it's that. That's not a theory. Yeah, there's no, like, you killed a seagull. (laughs) <laughs> yes, there's no there's no theory like that. Like, I, Triton, be coming for you. There's none of that. It is, most of it is, okay, it's, it's the board trying to be scientific and be like, look, these guys probably fell off. Or maybe one guy killed another guy. Or maybe there's a terrible accident. And that's what most people believe. But none of the evidence, except for the ropes. The ropes are the only evidence they found. And they built the entire case of what happened off ropes. <laughs> Everything else is complete. The clock makes no sense. The food, the coat. It is fucking dangerous the that logs. they're just like on the cliffs. Yeah. You know what I Yo, mean? Oh, yeah. Like that's that's like crazy. I could totally see, but 150 feet, you'd have to be down, everybody together down on the dock. Like if you are good at your job as a lighthouse person, you just know like you can't let that go down. I guess. Absolutely. I guess if he w- went out there and saw that they were both about to be killed, he could maybe be convinced to go. But I don't maybe, think you're maybe to. he saw the wave coming and he ran out as fast as he could, ignoring like maybe he was setting up dinner. He he was sitting down, he saw the wave coming, knocked over the chair, ran out the door without his coat in the middle of winter again, insane. Dumb, but dumb. Still move. he was like, I gotta get down there, ran down to the dock to 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 tell them what was up, and then they all got taken out. Maybe that's what happened. But again, it doesn't explain the times of – it was the 15th. The 15th was calm. A boat passed by on the 15th. It was like everything was fine. It was a calm day. We were sailing, and it was great. And still wouldn't – like even if that's the case, it still wouldn't explain the, explain the insane shit they were writing about. Is it possible maybe, that the wind could have been so different up than down like that? No way, well, right? Maybe they were still alive the 15th. And maybe what happened was the lighthouse went out and they were busy trying to fix it the 15th, which is why there's no log entry for the 15th uh, for the 16th. Yeah, yeah. So they're busy fixing it over the 16th. And then the 17th, when there would have been a log entry, the storm started up and they were taken away. Maybe the only thing that people use as a, okay, let's get real and let's talk about this, is that this was a brand new lighthouse. And no matter what experience these men had, Weather conditions, location, uh, training for all this, it would have been hard to do, right? It's a year old. This is a new area. Now, people have said, yeah, but over a year at a lighthouse, going back and forth, you learn, like, 30 days, you can master certain things. Like, you become become attuned to things, and you're like, all right, I'm in. And then it takes years and years and years to become, like, very good at it. 
but you can learn the basics of a thing in like 30 days roughly. And so, like, if they're out there for six to nine weeks, they have to know the lighthouse, right? And like, it was brand new. You don't know all the weather patterns because it was built a year before, and so you haven't seen all the weather for a whole year. But you're also True. in a lighthouse. You're in, like, a modern <laughs> building. You know what I mean? You're not, like, in, like, yeah. Abe Lincoln's log cabin. Like, this is, like, <laughs> a Absolutely. rock and it's building. built high enough that there shouldn't be 200-foot waves right. in the no. North Atlantic, but here we are. And no one to this day has a clue what happened to them. No one will ever know. Uh, again, logic states they probably got caught up in a storm and died in some terrible way. But evidence suggests that we will never truly know. That's crazy to me. And that is yeah, yeah that's, that's wild. such a romantic story. It really nowadays it is. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's such a. In my mind, it's I almost want cliche, them, right? I like almost want them to have gone crazy, and it's like horrible to say now, but I almost want them to have gone insane and like just like gotten a fight, and that's what happened. But like something simple, yeah. I mean, I gotta go with I gotta go with the wave. But like, how many waves are we talking? One big wave, and they all just whoa! Yeah, like, how like, dumb uh, do you have to be? Freak accident, like a freak accident, right? It and doesn't like, make it doesn't make sense again. No, but they, they, I just, imagine calm equates to like a flat ocean, right? If they usually, if you're like, a sailor, you would say like rough seas today, or you know, there's that, there's that a strong wind or something. Calm means like glass for them to, to me. be anywhere near yeah. the water, though. They have to have gone down like to the water, right? Uh, yeah. There's stairs that lead off the side, and then there's like a crane where they get stuff off the ships and then carry it up to this. Um, you know, it's like 150 some. It's it's off the water. So it's exactly like the movie The Lighthouse. Yes, there are elements but, of that movie that are straight up like from this which this is, is why i was like we got to talk about this lighthouse this is crazy it's wild yeah. too because it, even then it still doesn't explain the big guy crying being written down like does it even the most logical of explanation does not explain absolutely the insanity. It, there's things in their details that don't add up and, and again why is the clock stopped yeah 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 oh, why so is the weird. clock stopped and it's possible that that maybe the clock stopped while they were trying to fix the lighthouse and maybe they didn't pay attention to that, and they weren't worried. There's yeah, all these things that maybe it could have been this, and maybe it could have been this, but there's no – the the let – everything stops, again, with a very – you would say, like, oh, it seems like they're at peace. You know, God is overall. Yeah. yeah. But it's also cryptic as hell, Yeah, right? it's creepy. It's, it's cryptic as creepy. hell where it's the last thing they wrote is God is overall, which is something <laughs> like almost culty and weird and, and very strange – Again, for an island chain named after a saint who built a church on a cursed island that is known for possibly having fairies or whatever. It's, it's crazy. Fuck. <laughs> it's a lot. I'm like, well, I'm like Wikipediaing it now. There's nothing. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, wild. Absolutely, it, 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 people just accepted. Okay, they got washed overboard. But the evidence suggests there's something else going on, but no one knows. No one will ever know, and it's been 120 years, so no one really truly cares. Not it's anymore. just sort of a history mystery now. Yeah, I love it. Like, okay, the that better not happened. be. The kitchen the utensils last... were clean, so they had to have finished. It had to have been after dinner, but before dishes were done. No, it, 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 the kitchen utensils were clean, so it would have been before dinner, right? Well, no. Oh, what yeah, I mean they, is, if the meat was still on the on the thing, then they didn't eat it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I mean is they washed up. The food was out, but it wasn't. It wasn't like hot food. You know what I mean? It was just food was out, as if they. And so probably what what according to the according to the that guy Moore, he says mm -hmm. that the it looked like somebody had just done the dishes, like maybe after they ate, ate and started putting away the food, and then like. You know, whatever caused everybody to sprint out to the dock or whatever must have happened. Sure. Which is, I think, probably that theory that, okay, two of the guys went out to handle, maybe there's winds or something, and went out to go handle that uh, box that was sort of floating in the air, uh, tied by the rope. And then MacArthur ran out there and he was like, guys, something's coming! And then they all <laughs> got killed. Oh, there's actually a movie based off of this. Interesting. What is it called? It's called The Vanishing, and it stars uh, Gerard Butler. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Fascinating. Go watch it. Jesse, I hope we get more Histories Mysteries from you in the future. I got plenty, dude. Dude, that thing that so you many... talked about the other day, uh, the, like, balloon or whatever. 
Yeah. That's an interesting story. I, I didn't read it too is. far into it because I didn't want to ruin it, but oh, that, okay. that could be a good I, all right. That's on my list. It's on my list of things to do. I got so... See, here's the thing. History is filled with fascinating things that happened that have no answers because people just accepted the first answer that made sense because it was like 1842, <laughs> so eh, yeah. we don't want to worry about it. You just and write they, a song about it instead, and then that's the true story now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so every single thing that happens in history, there are all these other things that, like, if we just... Look, it, it's it's why people to this day are like, who was Jack the Ripper really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll, that we'll kind never of thing. Know. Because did you hear they people, like maybe kind of solved it? I've heard that what, so many times over they the decades. Yeah, they keep saying that all the time. Yeah, I but I heard recently that there's like a new theory out that that's like uh, that's like pretty good. I don't know. I I haven't looked into it. I maybe I should. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we will at some point. That's always like, like Jack the Ripper's another evergreen like theory crackpot uh, of serial killers. But yeah. Jesse, thank you so much for care and taking us on this ride. My pleasure. Oh, now we are going to go and uh, take care of the little mini-sode after this for all our patrons. What do you mean? Thank a mini-sode right now that if you were a patron, right. you could go listen to right after this? Oof. You are correct, Alex. Immediately after this, and over on Patreon.com slash IlluminatiPod, <laughs> a new mini-sode for all the patrons, $15 and up. And call me crazy, but Oof. even though we say it's 15 minutes, doesn't it always end up being a lot longer than that? We, I think we got like 45 minutes in the last yeah. one, if you're asking me. Yeah. <laughs> I basically did a, a whole episode almost last time. <laughs> you really did. That was, a, really that was did. a crazy story, though. I got like I just like went down a rabbit hole. That's all that happened there. Yeah, and that's sometimes that's all you need. But you can go check that out. And if uh, there's all kinds of other tiers with little rewards, like ad-free listening and whatnot. So go check it out. We appreciate the support. We're very, very close to 5K, which is incredible. We just want to uh, make this it, our it, job so that we can do a good job for you guys. Please come support if you can. Exactly. Come check us out. And if, you, and if you're just listening, drop us a review. If you're enjoying it, you know, we're almost at 1,100 reviews, maintaining that five-star average. Uh, we're going to go do some more stuff. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Peace. Bye. <laughs> All right, I'm bringing my audio down.